The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'll tell you what, you're going to love this show today because our guest, first of all, she's a wonderful young woman. She's a national speaker in the area of disability. She's someone that fights bullying. She is someone I truly love and admire. Welcome to the show, Julie McCauley. Thank you. And by the way, special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, you're going to love this show because it's with a young person, and I know how you're all about the lead-on team and young people with disabilities. So get ready. Get ready. You're going to love this. And, Julie, I've had you on before. It's great to have you back. Now, what have you been doing since you graduated from high school? I've been attending MSU Denver. Um, to become an elementary school teacher. Oh, that is great. And what year are you in? My junior year. <clears throat> oh, wow, you've moved right along. Well, I know you'll make a great teacher, Julie. And you know, I have you on today so that we can talk about the Stephen Johnson Syndrome. And, and surprising, well, probably not surprising to you, Many people, when I bring this up, they have no idea what I'm talking about. So I thought just to uh, help everyone, before we go into details here, could you explain to everyone what Stephen Johnson Syndrome is? Yeah, sure. Um, Stephen Johnson Syndrome is a severe adverse reaction to medication. So basically what happens, the person, um, when they're allergic to medication and they keep taking it, say that they're showing signs but necessarily doctors aren't catching it or the signs are taking a while to show and they keep taking the medication, the immune system with Stevens-Johnson syndrome uh, turns on itself and literally causes the body to burn from the inside out. Oh, my God, that is so terrible. And um, am I right that many times people have no idea that they have this until it happens. Yes, that's correct. Um, most people um, are not aware that they're allergic to the medication until they get Stevens-Johnson syndrome, and um, it happens a lot to um, anticonvulsant medication, which I know a lot of people that have epilepsy, myself included in that, I had SJS to my anticonvulsant medication. And so it's really wow. important that um, people with epilepsy know the warning signs. Yeah, do they tell that, Julie? I don't think people hear that very much. No, usually they don't. Well, let's talk about you. You are a national advocate for Stephen Johnson uh, Foundation 
and Steven Johnson syndrome. Uh, why? Why do, why do you do this? The reason why I'm an advocate for Stevens-Johnson syndrome and for the Stevens-Johnson Center Foundation is because when I was 11 months old, I had SJS um, to my anticonvulsant, which doctors gave me uh, to try to control my epilepsy. And um, my mom was told that the only side effect of my medication was drowsiness. And sure enough, uh, I spent 27 days in the burn unit and was burned over 80% of my body. And now, as a result, I am visually impaired. And so I think it's really important that people know the warning signs of SJS, that they're able to get the right information and the right treatment because doctors say that it's rare, even though it's really not. All right. Now, here's my question. When this happened to you, how long did it take them to figure out what was going on? Um, for me to be diagnosed, um, first I showed, I showed symptoms, but the doctors misdiagnosed me with uh, chicken pox, uh, pink eye, um, ear infection, strep throat, and 11-month-old baby who hadn't been out of the house. I mean, that's a lot of things for a, a child to um, be diagnosed with that young. I started the phenobarbital two weeks um, prior to the rash and the symptoms um, starting, and doctors, it never crossed their minds. So I wasn't diagnosed until I was in the hospital, I would say, four days, and if it wasn't for a nurse, I wouldn't have been diagnosed. Oh, my God, are you kidding? So, so the nurse knew what was going on. Yeah, there were uh, two other kids on the floor at the same time who were presenting with Stevens-Johnson syndrome, and she um, went and told the doctor that it was SJS, and the doctor at first blew her off, and the nurse advised my mom to um, tell the next doctor because my doctor was leaving to go out of town to tell the next doctor that came in that I had Stevens-Johnson syndrome because they wouldn't listen to her, and so when my mom said it, they brought in dermatology, and sure enough, they... They were right. She she saved my life. Isn't that something, that it would be a nurse? This is why I always say, you know, many times nurses go one-on-one with you, and, and they just pick things up. But that is amazing. Just as you said, she saved your life. Yeah, she. Uh, we're still friends with her today. So she's, she's a true um, hero. <laughs> well, you'll have to tell her that, you know, we talked about her on this show. Oh, I most definitely will. Now, your mother, what did she think when this happened? I'll bet she was shocked. Um, When it happened to me, my mom mom had no idea what Stevens-Johnson syndrome was until it happened to me, and she really wishes that somebody would have educated her on it, or at least she would have known about it. And so because of that... um, there was very little information on it, and so she started the Stevens-Johnson Center Foundation. Yeah, what a great woman she is. She is awesome that she did that. And, and Julie, when you were in the hospital, question that I have for our listeners, you know, how was this treated? I mean, you mentioned you went to the burn unit. Then what happened? So I spent 27 days in uh, the burn unit, and they would take me um, to a room because my eyes were um, burned along with my body, and they would put me in um, a little mixing bowl because I was so tiny, 
and they would debride me with nothing other than Tylenol. That's it. That's it. They just used Tylenol to do it. And I guess, according to my mom, I would I would scream and... Um, oh, that's horrible. That is horrible. And by the way, for those of you listening right now, you know, I, I have to make you understand that Jolie said that this burns you from the inside out. I mean, if you see people that this has happened to... I mean, they look just as Julie said, like a burn victim. I mean, this is really a very powerful and deadly disease because many people uh, don't make it. Many people pass away from this. I know your mother is always uh, telling people to pray for people, um, and a lot of times people, they just don't make it. Isn't that correct? That is correct. A lot of people... Um unfortunately do pass away from SJS because either they're diagnosed too late or they go into um, uh, blood infection, sepsis. Wow. It's heartbreaking. And this is all ages of people? Yes. We've had um, people in their 90s, 80s uh, to... uh, infants, um, even a child that was born in SJS because their mother was on an antibiotic or some sort of medication when the child, when she was pregnant. And this can be any medication? Yes. Not just just anti-epilepsy medication. This can be Advil. This can be anything. Yeah. A lot of times it is um, uh, anti-convulsants. Pain medication, ibuprofen, is a, a, a big cause, especially in little girls, because they do not um, metabolize it the same as little boys do. Wow. Um, antibiotics, they're, they're too a lot bad of different they ones. Too bad they don't make this clearer on that medication. And, you know, even hearing you talk about this, being that I, too, live with epilepsy and that I am on a local and national board, it would be really uh, very helpful if more epileptologists talked about this. Yeah, it, it certainly would be because a lot of um, medications that they do put people on in order to control their seizures, they use one or two different drugs, and um, sometimes it's the combination of the drugs and they interact that cause SJS as well. Wow. Well, Julie, we're glad that you uh, survived from all of this. And if if you would meet Julie, she's just a beautiful young uh, woman with great passion, uh, always wanting to help others. She's just a great person, period. And when we come back, we'll talk to Julie more about the Stephen Johnson Syndrome and Foundation. This is Joyce Bender. America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Julie. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Hey, if you just tuned in, we're talking to our guest today, Julie McCauley, about the Stephen Johnson Syndrome and the Stephen Johnson Foundation that was started by her mother uh, to really help fight this and help educate people so that they know what it is. And that's one of the things I wanted to bring up. Julie, you heard me say this earlier, but why the heck do so few people know about this? The reason why so few people know about this is because doctors say that it's rare and that doctors are only given one course on Stevens-Johnson syndrome. So quite often it is misdiagnosed. Which, of course, can lead to death. Yes. Unfortunately. So, you know, do more, I mean, your mother in the foundation certainly does as much as possible to get this news out, but wouldn't it be great if doctors had information in their office or, you know, if they taught this more in school? Because truthfully, as I mentioned to you before, very few people know what you're talking about until this happens to them. Yes. And, Julie, I asked you before, but this can be fatal, and you mentioned that it's heartbreaking. It, how long does this happen? I mean, is this immediate, or, or does, it, does it get in? You mentioned it gets into the bloodstream. Um, when this happens to someone, why can't they do anything in intensive care? So basically because Stevens-Johnson syndrome, according to doctors, is considered rare, people aren't getting the treatment that they need right away in order to treat it. And so um, if gone misdiagnosed for long periods of time, people will get um, 
blood infections, they'll get sepsis, um, secondary infections, things like that, which will result in death. And so the key in order to keep people from passing away from this is early diagnosis and awareness of it. Because if a person, if they catch it in advance, like while it's showing the first couple of signs, they can give them IVIG treatment, which shortens the course of it and limits the side effects along with um, other treatments, which will help to prevent, if they do survive, side effects that they'll have from it. Wow. Well, you know, Stevens-Johnson syndrome is something I talk about because from meeting you and your mother, you know, I just try to tell everyone about this because, um, because it is so serious. So let's hear about the foundation that your mother started, the Stevens-Johnson Foundation. Okay. Um, My mom started the foundation after I had SJS because she believed that nobody should go through SJS alone. And so basically through the foundation, the purpose is to uh, provide support um, to the SJS community, those who have had it and those who are having it, and to um, promote awareness of it. And right now my mom is trying to work on um, getting just one type of standard treatment so that all SJS patients get the same treatment when they go in the hospital, like amniotic membrane grafts, which will help save people's sight because SJS can cause them to go blind, IVIG, which can help uh, shorten the course and limit the side effects and um, help them stay alive. And I would encourage all of you to go to the website, Stevens-Johnson Syndrome, um, and make a contribution because... You know, it's hard to get this news out without money, without resources. You hear this story, and let's face it, it could be you, it could be your daughter, your son, your husband, wife, partner, it could be anyone. But hearing Julie talk about this, and especially when we go a little bit further in what's happened to her, I think you'll see why it is so important to make a, fun, to make a donation to this Foundation And, Julie, I know you know what I'm going to talk about because, as you know, I am a national uh, advocate to fight to stop bullying. And, sadly, children with disabilities are bullied more than any other group, and it can be horrifying. And, Julie, I know that uh, you're a great spokesperson and you've helped so many young people by talking about it, but could you share with our listeners what you experienced from bullying? Um, Yes. Um, I was bullied from the time I was in kindergarten till I graduated from high school and even now attending MSU. Um, Kids would make fun of me because of my eyes because I am um, visually impaired, so I'm blind in one eye, and so a lot of times I was called Cyclops blind Barbie, half-sight, evil eye, just terrible names. I had kids steal my sunglasses because I have photophobia, so they would take them away from me, uh, thinking that it was funny to cause me to be in pain. I had um, a boy in middle school uh, push me into a wall, and I passed out in the hallway and had a concussion. And my middle school at the time wanted to uh, take me out of the school 
because I was considered um, a liability, even though this other student had caused like physical harm to me, had physically hurt me, I was the one that was being punished for it. Um, the, I've, the school wanted to take you out. Yes, the, the school and uh, the principal and the school officials met, and they said uh, that they wanted to remove me from the school. They were going to take me out and send me to the Colorado School for the Blind. And my mom got a um, disabilities advocate and went up there, and they, sure enough, my mom was able to keep me in the school. But we had to fight, which was bullying through the school district. Have these people never heard of IDEA? Have they never? I mean, you know that was illegal. They couldn't have done that. They couldn't say to you, leave the school and go to this other school. See, why this just makes me so angry. It's bad enough when kids do this. But then when you even have the school involved, Oh, my God, that is terrible, which means apparently you didn't get a lot of support from the school. No, I didn't. I didn't get support from the school, and then it continued even into high school. I had a, a choir teacher bully me, which was horrifying because the things that this teacher would do to me, she'd make comments about my eyes and all kinds of things in front of the class, and... I had the principal, when we met with um, the principal of the school at the time, they sided with the teacher. Wow. Now, this teacher, she would make fun of you in front of people? Is that what you're saying? Yes. She you would she'd make terrible comments. In fact, um, another girl that was in my class at the time, she had graduated the year before we went and met with the principal she wrote a letter to the principal explaining that she had um, witnessed this behavior and that she found it to be extremely rude and that something needed to be done about it. But apparently they didn't listen. No. And you know, Julie, what did you do? I mean, that is like really hard to go through this from when you were in kindergarten. How, how did you have the fortitude and the courage to deal with that? Well, there were times I was very depressed, and I would go through rough patches, but uh, because I had support from my family and um, friends of mine that I, I was able to get through it. The important thing when it comes to bullying is uh, don't, don't keep it to yourself. You should feel free to share with other people what's happening because by hiding it, you're, you're hiding your feelings, and it, it's, it's important to share what is going on with you with people that care about you so that they know that something's wrong and so that there are people there to to fight for you and to advocate to advocate for you in order to help you yes i i sadly have lost young people to bully side which is suicide as a result of bullying i really don't think people realize how serious this is and what it does to someone to be brutally bullied, uh, really, in their whole school life. And, and if they don't even have the support from the school, I mean, how can that possibly give you any support? As you said, Julie, fortunately for you, you had a great family and you had friends. Uh, what did your friends think about this when they saw this? 
Well, one of my friends, which is the one I was talking about earlier, she um, went and she reported it. And she would, um, she wrote that letter in order to try to, to have something happen about it. I had people that did stand up for me at the time, but um, they were, they were punished as well, which is, it's very, very sad. And it just, you know, it doesn't even just happen anymore face to face or at school or physically it's happening online. And so for children, there's, there's no escape from this, no matter where they go, they're dealing with the pressure of other people and being bullied. Now, wait a minute. Why were those other kids punished? The ones that stood up for you? Because they did stand up for me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is so... This makes me so angry every time I hear it, this story. And by the way, folks, this isn't the only story. Julie's brave enough to talk about this, um, as you all can see nationally with all of our listeners. But let me just tell you, she's not alone. She is not alone. Um, And we're going to talk about this more when we come back. Right now, we're going to go to break. And we are talking to this young champion, Julie McCauley, affiliated with the Stevens Johnson Foundation. We'll be right back with Julie. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you've been hearing this. Because it is a subject that just fires me up, and that is bullying. And this young woman, Julie McCauley, who's been talking about this as a result of Stevens-Johnson syndrome, is just 
a wonderful, wonderful person, um, and we're really happy to have her on the show again. Uh, Julie, by the way, if I remember this right, didn't you get invited to a luncheon where you met a really famous person? I was. I was invited um, to have lunch with Michelle Obama. Oh, my God. What did you think about that? It was a wonderful experience. She's such a down-to-earth um, mom. <laughs> yeah. See, if only that school had treated you differently, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bet they never thought this would happen. And, Julie, um, I have, as I mentioned, you know, lost some people to uh, suicide as a result of this. And one thing I talk about frequently, you know, when I grew up, once you went home, it was over. It was done. You know, you're home with your family, no more bullying, you're home. But today, because of Facebook, Twitter, you know, uh, texting, all these other uh, forms of social media, sometimes, many times, the person can never ever get away from this. They go home and they hear, you know, you're, you're weird, you're ugly. Um, I mean, I've seen this where people said you should die. It's just amazing to me how cruel people can be. Um, but do you find that, do you find that it's even worse with social media? I do. I, I find it um, to be probably, it probably is a lot worse now because kids are not just experiencing it. Like, like I was saying, like you were saying, at school or when they're with the people that are bullying at them, they're experiencing it at home when they're in the car, no matter where they're at, if they have a cell phone or any form of, I don't know, device that gets them on the Internet, they're, they're being exposed to bullying. And so for me, I think it's the most, one of the most important things to do is um, to report it, to take um, screenshots of it, to document it when it's happening so that you have that evidence to show that these people are doing these types of things because it is not okay. I mean, I was just recently invited um, by a girl that was on my Facebook page. She thought that this was funny to this horrifying, absolutely horrifying Facebook page. I couldn't even believe that something like this existed. It was the group, the name of the page is Mothers Against Autistic Children. It is the most horrifying page I've ever seen. It's saying horrible things about anybody against a dis- anybody with a disability. They should be removed from society. What? Yep, it, 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 they are against people with epilepsy, people with autism, people with any any disability, Down syndrome, anything. It's it's a horrifying page. And when I reported it to Facebook a couple of days ago, when they sent me this invite, I deleted the girl, of course, because. I, I was I was appalled by this. Like she thought this was like some funny thing to invite me to, and I reported this page to Facebook, and sure enough, they they didn't. They said that there was nothing, there was nothing wrong with this page. That they looked at it, and this these posts would not be removed. All right, that's very that that's terrible. It, it's a terrible, terrible page. But that's the thing. Like children that they're not teenagers. They're not escaping this type of this type of situation. And so as 
disabled people and people that advocate for disabled people, we need to come together and we need to put a stop to this together and stand together and show people that, you know, we are against this and that it is absolutely not okay. Yeah, many young people know Julie because they are on the Bender Lead On page and Bender Lead On team on Facebook is so that people who are bullied can go on there and talk about it and then someone like Julie can say, hey, I've been there, you know, don't give up, don't be discouraged. And we've had people in very dark places and something that a lot of people talk to me about is, you know, these pages. And I would just say to all of our listeners, you should write a letter to Facebook. You should report this and tell them you want it gone. Because you know what that is to me? Seventy years ago, Auschwitz was liberated. And, you know, the people, the Jewish people were finally free 70 years ago. I'm sure that you've probably seen this in the news media. Well, I've got news for you. The Nazis, the first group they exterminated, were people with disabilities because they didn't think they should be here. And, oh, my God, that sounds similar when you told me. That's exactly what I was thinking when I saw that page. And it's not down. No. And I know plenty of people that have reported it as well. I just, I can't even imagine how anyone can say such cruel and horrible things, but. Mothers Against Autism? Yep, Mothers Against Autistic Children. Mothers Against Autistic Children. You know what? We've all got to send something to Facebook. We all have to send something. Now, let me ask, is, is this young people that did this? I'm honestly not sure. I think that it's... I think these are just adults. Oh, my God. Well, I hope... I mean, it's bad no matter who it is, but that has to go. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of, you know, we don't want you here, you know, eugenics, uh, Hitler, uh, the Nazi regime, you're inferior, you shouldn't be here. Do you see what I mean, listeners? All right, now that's on the social media. What do you think that does to a young person that sees that? Because basically what everyone is saying is there is something wrong with you. There is something wrong with you. You're inferior. You aren't as good. Um, And I'm telling you, uh, there are pages. There was one page made that said, I hate, I think it was Lydia. Anyway, This young girl, she had epilepsy, and these other girls got together. They made a Facebook page just to say terrible things about her. I know it's hard to believe, but I am telling you, I see this all the time, or I see it on Twitter, and it's hurtful. I mean, Julie, I'm sure all of this caused you great angst or pain. Yes. So it does with everyone. It does with everyone. Julie... I am right now teaching, actually, you know, this week and last week, I've been speaking to the Bender Leadership Academy of young people with disabilities. Um, That's when I found out we had lost this one person to suicide. But some of them are brutally bullied. Another form of bullying 
as you know, is exclusion. Mm-hmm. And this is when the person is not invited to parties, you know, not invited to social functions, don't sit by me in the cafeteria. And that is another form of bullying that, Julie, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I've had people um, getting on the bus coming home from school. I've had people that they, they don't want to sit by me because they think that, I have a disability, and they might catch it. I've actually had people say that to me, which I find to be rather amusing. I've had people tell me I have pink eye, and they don't want to get that, or they just don't want to associate with me. Um, When I was in elementary school and middle school, I I was not invited to um, birthday parties or uh, social events. Like, parents would tell my mom, you know, basically that they were going to invite me to their their child's birthday, and then I was the only one that that wasn't invited. And, of course, yeah. you find out later on, and then you're hurt because everyone else was there, and you, you missed out. Yeah, I know. It is terrible. And, you know, anyone listening to the show, wake up. We've got to help our young people. We've got to stand up for our young people. We've got to do something to make a difference. Now, Julie... Many uh, young people right now that I know are just facing brutal bullying. Um, What advice do you have for them? Um, I would say being someone that's been bullied myself, um, it's very important for you, if you're being bullied, to talk about it, to share it with your your parents, your your friends, um, counselors, teachers, anybody that will listen, you should share it with them so that you're not dealing with the pain of it inside by yourself. You, th- there are people that are more than willing to listen and um, to help you. And another thing, it's important that you do report the bullying and that um, that you know that you 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 stand up against it and that you that, that you do something about it. I mean, um, that as much as you can. And for people that witness it, you need to stand up to the people that are that are bullying people because bystanders play a critical role in bullying. Well, <clears throat> I have a few questions here for you. So that all of you know, we advertise this show way ahead of time with who's going to be on the show, but also many of the young people that I am presently uh, teaching at the Bender Leadership Academy uh, have heard me talk about Julie and know stories about Julie. So, Julie, I'm going to start with this Linda right here in Pittsburgh, and her question to you is, Julie, I think it's great. You know, you're my hero when I hear what you've done. Here is what my question is. Aren't you afraid if you tell someone of retaliation? Um, but that's, that's a very, uh, a difficult question, but, um, yes, when I, when I was younger, I was afraid of telling because I was afraid of retaliation, but, um, we live in a country where technically they're not supposed to be able to re- retaliate against, um, people with disabilities, and so my advice is if somebody does do that, like the school district or the school, um, to get a disability advocate or to get um, a lawyer even to um, show these people that, you know, so what, we have a disability, we have rights just like everybody else. 
Right. And you know what? You can't think that. Okay. You can go to a coach, minister, rabbi. If you don't want to go to someone at the school, go to someone else and explain this to them that, you know, you're afraid and why you're afraid, but don't, as Julie said earlier, don't keep it in. Don't keep it in because you know what? That's the worst thing you can do. Who knows what's going to happen to you? Uh, so, okay, so we have a Ted right here in Delaware, um, and his question is, Julie, did it help you a lot to help uh, to have friends that would stand up for you? Um, it did. It did help me because I knew that I had um, the support of other people in order to um, report it and that people that would stand up for me. So that it made me feel like I was a little bit more accepted, but um, it upset me that people that did stand up for me were retaliated against and did get in trouble for it. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Friends help. Friends help because you know what? It's harder to do this when there are other people around. Okay, boy, we got a lot of questions here. Nikki from Florida. Uh, Julie, my question for you is related to bullying. Why the heck do you think people bully people? Why do people bully people? Um, a lot of times, I believe that people bully because they're not happy with themselves. And so in order to make themselves feel good, they pick on other people that they believe are um, less than them, I guess, in, in their opinion. And so uh, that's, that's why I believe people bully. It's just because they have problems with themselves and they're just looking for somebody else to blame their problems on or to um, take away from their problems. Yeah, right. Remember, often they are the coward, not you. You listen. Every one of you young people are beautiful, you're all awesome, and you have to tell yourself that every single day. Don't listen. Don't listen. You don't need them. You have to believe in you. And with that, we're going to go to break before we close the show. This is Joyce Bender with this wonderful young woman, Julie McCauley. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show. I want to tell you, we're talking to Julie McCauley, a young woman that speaks out against bullying, that wants to help some people, and she is affiliated with the Stevens-Johnson foundation as she went through the experience of not knowing that she had Stevens-Johnson syndrome. But I want to just tell you, I was talking to her at break. You know what she said? The main thing I want to do is help other people. How great is that? She is awesome. So that just goes to show you that Julie's awesome, the people that bullied her are not. Don't listen There isn't anyone out there. Everyone should know there isn't anyone out there that's worth you ever taking your life. No one. No one. You've got to just remember, stand tall, hold your head high, and remember how awesome that you are. And if you need help, VendorConsult.com. That's how you reach me. Joyce Bender at BenderConsult.com or go to Facebook to the Bender Lead On T page and you can find me there also. So, Julie, you know, thank you so much for everything you're doing because I want to tell you what, Julie, there's someone listening to this show today and you may be saving a life. So thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you very much. So, Julie... Look at you. At such a young age, look at all you've done. You've accomplished so much. By the way, she's also a great singer, um, and she's worked with uh, Jim, is it Abraham? Jim? Jim Abrams, yes. Abrams, yes, who is with the uh, ketogenic uh, diet. He speaks about this everywhere. He's a producer of films. He has produced films like Airplane, and I know he just loves Julie. Um, He talks about her all the time. Uh, And and so she has worked with a lot of people. But, Julie, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? My greatest accomplishment? That's that's kind of a hard question because I've, I've done so many things that I never thought I would be capable of doing. 
I would say um, meeting Jim Abrams certainly was one. Uh, meeting Michelle Obama and uh, meeting Meryl Streep were just amazing, amazing opportunities that I, I never thought in my wildest dreams I would I would be capable of, of doing. Yeah, Meryl Streep because of the film that uh, that was made by Jim about his own son. And she, too, is a great person. What did you think when you met her? As far as I'm concerned, she is the greatest actress right now, period. What did you think when you met her? Oh, she is such a, a sweet, kind-hearted person. She really, truly cares about people. When we went back, me and my mom, we went to Chicago. Um, to I was speaking at the uh, Charlie Foundation conference um, for Jim Abrams, and we were talking about the ketogenic diet. I was given the opportunity to, to meet her, and when we went back to meet her, she was just so down-to-earth, and it, it, she made it almost feel like an honor um, to meet me, like for, for her to meet me, which was... <laughs> It's just amazing because she's this amazing, amazing actress who really stands up for people and does what she believes is right. And isn't that great to hear that? Well, good for her because so many people admire her, and she truly is an international uh, movie star. She is phenomenal. And Jim Abrams, another just great person. Uh, He's just so wonderful. And he really does care. As I said, he is behind many movies um, that are classics, and he's like that, too. He's the most down-to-earth, modest person. He's just a really great person. And am I right, Julie? Didn't he have you sing at something? He did. I sang at um, one of his conferences uh, for the Charlie Foundation when I was 16, it, it was a wonderful experience to finally meet Jim and his family um, because they they helped save my life because I had such terrible um, seizures. I had um, grand mal seizures, and I went into status epilepticus. If it wasn't for him trying and fighting with my mom to get me on the ketogenic diet, I have no idea where I would be today. Wow. Well... That is something that any of you, any people living with epilepsy or young people, ketogenic diet, just look it up, find out, because just as Julie said, it has saved lives. So, Julie, what? first of all, thank you for being with us again. We could just have you on this show all the time. You're just so wonderful. And is your mother. Uh, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, I would like to say if you're being bullied, um, you're not alone, and you need to stand up, and uh, we need to stand together and fight against it. And for anybody that did want any information on uh, Stevens-Johnson syndrome, the website is sjsupport.org. SJSupport.org, and you know what else you can do? You can make a a contribution because it takes money to create change. Well, Julie, thanks again. Keep fighting the fight. You're just a wonderful young woman. Thank you. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters 
at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.